Welcome back to Fresh Off the Bench. I am finally joined by the man, the myth, the legend, back from the dead, Marcus Dinsmore. And unfortunately, still no Sky Flanagan, but it's okay. Two-thirds of Fresh Off the Bench is here. Marcus, how are we feeling today? I am feeling great. Um, It's been a long day, but I am excited to be able to talk some college football talk some pro football um very glad to be back in the uh the the zoom call pretty much <laughs> back uh, on fresh off the bench back with the boys i've missed y'all um and i think there's no better place to start this than in remembrance of our lord and savior sky Flanagan. who is actually still alive mind you yeah, he's, yes yes he's, he's still alive he's not with alive. us too. Yeah, um, we have to talk about his team, the Kansas, Kansas Jayhawks. I, oh I mean, look, it was so funny. Like before, we would make all these Kansas jokes and stuff. Imagine if they got ranked. Imagine this. Imagine that. And they're actually ranked for the first look at time. Them. In like, they've played ever. nobody. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. They got a couple of nice wins. They look they look good against TCU, considering the amount of starters they didn't have that game, including Jalen. Yeah, Williams. but um, so here's here's the thing about like them missing their starters. I think Jason Bean's a better quarterback mm. personally um, because he performed really really well when he got in there, um, right. and we'll see him in the next couple of weeks. And can he steal that job? That's a question. Like if he performs really well, if he beats Oklahoma, it's hard to say he doesn't keep the job right i mean i mean oklahoma has been a dumpster fire these past three weeks so i mean i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't put too much stock into that game i mean i would but i I think that's a game kansas should win like and i can't believe i'm saying this in 2022 that kansas should beat oklahoma but i mean oklahoma just got shut out in the red river red river red river rivalry 49 to zero they looked awful uh you know and Kansas last week, they lost a nail biter to TCU. So, I mean, and um, reports are coming out that Bean's probably going to be the starter for that game because Daniels, yeah. Daniels is out injured. There's been conflicting reports on how long Daniels will be out, but it does not look like it will be for the rest of the season. Yeah. He, t- he tweeted out saying this is news to him. So, my guess is he'll probably miss a couple of weeks, but he'll be back. Um, but I mean, the turnaround for Kansas has just been phenomenal. I mean, to Lance Leipold's done a great job there. I mean, taking Absolutely. that taking that program from Les Miles, where they were just basically they were just they were basically below the ground, like they were below surface level, like they were really really bad, like they were the laughing stock of the Big Twelve. And then you can say what you want. You can say they haven't played anybody. You can say that you know the teams that they like Houston, West Virginia, like those teams are like mid at best. But I mean, those were games that Kansas wouldn't win before i mean the fact i mean you play who you play and those are those are games in the past that kansas probably would have lost by two or three touchdowns and then instead that that they're winning these games so i mean i think that much needs to be acknowledged here and you know i mean i'm happy for sky i mean i know he's a diehard kansas fan so it's great to see them turning it around but i mean kansas might mess around and win the big 12 if they keep playing like this i'm just they may. They, they, they might because the Big 12 is in shambles right now. Oklahoma's, <laughs> Oklahoma's trash. Kansas State's looked okay, but I mean, they always implode. Uh, Oklahoma State's probably the best bet to win the conference right now. And then I'll put Kansas right, right below them. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, it's just been a bad year for that conference. The, the Pac 12 looks better than them right now. Oh, 100%. 100%. The Pac-12 arguably looks like a top three conference right now. 
Right. I mean, and I mean, UCLA just like coming out of nowhere almost. UCLA I, I, surprised me. Washington surprised me in a bad way. Yeah, same um, here. Oregon, Oregon State's been injured, but they've been playing really well. Um, USC, of course, we expected that. Um, I mean, UCLA is undefeated right now. They just beat Utah on Saturday, and Utah yeah. was everybody's pick to win the Pac-12. Oh, Literally. Utah's a very good team too. UCLA beating Washington had me surprised. Yeah, no, they 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 hung so many points on Washington. I mean, this week it's it's going to be a, or not this week, the week after next when they play Oregon when they go to Eugene, that's going to be a big big game. No, Oregon's been terrible this year. I mean, offensively they've looked pretty good though. Oregon's been incredibly mid for um, the rest of the Pac-12. Really? Yeah. I've got one, two, three, four, five, five, maybe even six teams above them right now. Which which teams? Which teams? So, obviously, USC, UCLA, Utah, for sure. Washington, I still really like. Oregon State, I still really like. Um, I mean, I, I, on, I mean, I, I, I like them over Utah right now. I mean, Utah's defense has just not showed up to play this year. Yeah, but Utah's be, offense has been nasty. Yeah, I mean, so, so is Oregon's. I mean, they've scored forty points in every single game except for the Georgia diabolical. I mean, yeah. I mean, again, I, I just obviously, really don't not, trust not against great situation. competition. Bo Nick, say what you want about Bo Nix. He's, he's, he's been good this year so far, and I, I like Bo Nix. He's for been incredibly average this year so far. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I've, I've watched a couple of games. He's he's looked good. He's been using his legs a lot more, which is always nice. He's eighth in the country in QBR. I mean, limiting the turnovers, which, you know, he has some back-breaking turnovers sometimes. But, I mean, you know, he's he's doing well. He's doing well so far. He's doing all right. I'll give you. But, like, Oregon's a team where I wouldn't be surprised if a team like Arizona upsets them. Because Arizona has talent this year. Well, I mean, they beat or- Arizona 49-22. Jeez, I haven't been following college football. <laughs> yeah, they beat but, like, that that was that was an example. Like Arizona yeah, yeah, is a yeah. team who's gonna upset several seasons. Um they're they're gonna face an injured team later in the year and you know, take away their chance at a Pac-12 title. Right, right. I mean, um, yeah, they, they I could definitely see them playing spoiler. Um, but, but right I mean, now, yeah, the Pac-12 looks good. Yeah, the Pac-12 looks great. I mean, UCLA just coming out of nowhere really surprised me. Uh, USC is. Uh, I I think you. I think USC will end up winning the Pac-12. I I just really like their offense a lot. I mean, they have yeah. a three-headed. They have a three-headed monster. Caleb Williams, uh, Travis Die or Troy Die. I don't even know. I don't even know. It's Travis Die. Travis Die. Okay, yeah. 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 I mean. And Jordan Addison is probably the best receiver in the country. Uh, I mean, th- that offense is going to be a problem for anybody that they face. Oh, they've done an incredible job there. They could not score against Oregon State, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that I don't know. I don't know what the hell happened there, but I mean, they still found a way to win that game. Um, yeah. Which you know, hats um, off to them for that. But yeah, Pac-12 has been crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, before we get specifically into any other conferences, you want to talk um, Heisman predictions, sleepers, and yeah. I wish it would be the case, but they don't have the stats to. Um, okay, my winner right now, I think it. I mean, I think it has to be CJ Stroud. I mean, I, I, no bias, no bias. I love Ohio State as everybody knows, but I mean, CJ Stroud, I mean, has just been on a level this year. I mean. He, I mean, he has two. He only has two interceptions on the year, or three interceptions. Sorry, twenty-four touchdowns leads the country in QBR. I mean, last game against Michigan State, he had more touchdowns than he had incompletions. I mean, Stroud has been on a whole new level, and this is all without Jackson Smith and Jigba and Travion Henderson for and Mayan Williams for parts of games. Uh, Mayan Williams missed last week. Jackson Smith and Jigba hasn't played since the Toledo game. Um, yeah. But I, I, I think right now Stroud has to be the pick. A sleeper, um, I wouldn't really call this a sleeper, but, I mean, B. John Robinson's not really getting a lot of looks right now. I mean, he's been, he's been great. 
Um, but, you know, the focus has been on the quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, he has 10 touchdowns on the year. He's averaging almost six yards a carry. Uh, I think I think you have to look at him in regards to the conversation. Um, and, and what was the last one? Uh, we, guy, um, I we wish had, it would be the case, but he doesn't have the stats to make it happen. That's a good one. Um, I can give you mine for that one. Yeah, 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 please. Talia Tagovailoa. Oh yes, I love I love Mason Talia. Yeah. Talia is incredible. He's really good. No, he's actually he's really good. Maryland's really underrated. I'm not. They almost beat Michigan. They did. Yeah. Mich- like Maryland's have a, had a great season on the back of Talia. Talia just doesn't have like the stats. He's got like 11 touchdowns and five picks. Like that's not Heisman numbers, but he's been playing at a Heisman level. Right, right, and I mean, I, I mean, the, he's making great. I mean, he's making great throws. He's improved his pocket presence a lot. I watched a couple of games. Um, you know, he's he's really taking strides. Um, I, I was really bummed out they couldn't beat Michigan, but I mean, he he looked he looked decent that game. Against, yeah. Against the, actually, I wouldn't say top defense, but big time. Maybe in the Big Ten, they were top. It's still a good team that he almost beat. Yeah, absolutely. My current pick to win it, though, is Hendon Hooker. Uh-huh, Hendon Hooker. Uh, Hendon Hooker's been going crazy, man. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's he just, great. He is the only reason that Tennessee is competitive right now. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Um, and just to me, that's what the Heisman means. That's just how I feel about the Heisman. Like, you have to be the reason your team is competing. Right. And I mean, the, the crazy thing is, he hasn't thrown an interception yet this year. That. No. And he's, no going, he's, he's going against okay. good defenses. Incredible defenses. The craziest thing is that this man has Tennessee ranked like what? Second or third in the SEC? With uh, nobody in the, around. In the, in the SEC, yes. Uh, in the country, I believe they're number six right now. Which is insane. Yeah, which insane. Is, which is yeah, phenomenal. I mean, and he's doing it in the through the air, and he's doing it on the ground too, which is even more impressive. Oh. Hendon is that guy, man. No, um, he's, he's really good. I think if they, if Tennessee even makes the SEC championship, they should be. Um, that should be Hendon Hooker's to lose. Yeah, I mean, I think him and Shroud are the top two guys right now. Um, if I had to, if I had to pick two guys, I would go to New York. Um, and if Stroud somehow slips, I think it's going to be Hendon's to lose. I mean, I think they're one, two right now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, on Syracuse? Cause I know we have, we've got a number of friends who go to Syracuse. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Syracuse, I look, Sean Tucker's a beast. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a phenomenal player. I mean, I, I, and Syracuse is, they've always been kind of middle of the pack in the SEC and SEC, the ACC. Um, uh, but I mean, this year, I mean, this year they've been they've been on a whole new level. I mean, and I like their quarterback Garrett Schrader. He's real. He's 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 pretty good. I like him a lot. Uh, the defense always comes to play every single week. Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking at Leon Lowry. I'm looking at um, oh, what's the what's the safety? I'm forget. I'm safety blank in my mind right now. But uh, oh, oh Deuce Chestnut. Yes, yeah, him. Um, he's been he's been pretty nice. Um. But yeah, I mean Syracuse is really taking a leap. They got Clemson, I believe. Um, let me double check the schedule next week or the week after. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's going to be a big test for them. Uh, yeah, the tw- that twenty second. Yes, they go to they go to Death Valley. Uh, so yeah. that's going to be a big game for them to see if they're really legit. And they also oh, have NC. They have NC State this Saturday too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to you know snap back to Tennessee, put Hendon Hooker in some context. Uh, which is just this is just crazy. Uh, a stat mm-hmm. I saw, mm-hmm. he's grading ten points higher on PFF scale than anybody else on his team. Wow, that's not something you you see at the SEC with how competitive this team's been. Right, exactly. I mean, I would I would say though their running back Jabari Smalls. I mean I I Jabari Small. Sorry, he's he's been he's been pretty good too, giving them nice support in in the backfield as well. So I, yeah. I just just to say, I mean like the talent's obviously subpar, but I mean it's still it's still there. Brew McCoy is also good as well at receiver. Yeah, 
Um, so I mean, he has he has he has some nice pieces. Obviously, they're not like Marvin Harrison, Mika Buka, uh, yeah, know, Julian Fleming, Travion Henderson. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. The coaching also, staff, the like, coaching staff. I mean, yeah, I mean Josh Heupel's good, but I mean he's not Ryan Day. So no. I mean, so I mean, you know that 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 has to you know go in Hickey Poker's favor as well, but. Mm-hmm. They play Alabama on Saturday. We'll see if Bryce Young plays or not. I, I think if Bryce Young doesn't play, I mean, I think Tennessee's going to blow. Is college game day going there? Just college game, game day um, should be going there. I, I, they should be going there. Um, yeah, they're going They're, they're going to be in Tennessee. Gonna be in no, one's, no yeah. one is surprised by that. I don't yeah, that'd be, uh, that's a top six matchup right there. Yeah. So, that's, gonna, that's definitely going to be the game of the week. Oh, for sure. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. If and, if Young plays, because I I because I was watching. Speaking of Alabama, I was watching Jalen Milrow against Texas A and M. Wasn't too pretty. Was not too pretty. Not, not at all. Not at not all. Not at all. I mean, he that fumbled twice, threw it. I mean, just a horrible interception. I mean that that was that was really really bad. Um, I mean, I think the the thing with Alabama, which I mean is obvious to everyone. I mean. The lack of explosive playmakers that they have in that receiver room is just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's its not the Henry Ruggs, the Jerry Judys, the Jalen Waddles, you know, the, of the world, the Devontae Smiths. I mean, you simply just don't have that this year. Jones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's hurting them a lot. Yeah. And be, but, I mean, that defense is just, whew. Will Anderson. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean Josh. Yeah, I mean just, just, just a great, crazy, crazy team. But we'll, we'll see on Saturday. Uh, shifting gears here. Uh, shift to the professional world. Um, we're gonna start in Las Vegas with um Devonte Adams. Now, Devonte, I would just like to say, when Devonte Adams wasn't on, was on the Packers, he had a clean record, no criminal charges, no assault charges, none of that. But as soon as he comes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Gets charged with misdemeanor assault today. Just in case anybody doesn't know, Devontae Adams shoved a shoved a freelance photographer out of the way when he was going to the locker room because he was mad that he ran into Hunter Renfro on fourth and one. Um, so there's that. But uh, Mac, it's just your thoughts on the situation as a whole. I mean, that's a dumb thing to do. But I understand yeah. it being like it's an emotional moment when that happens. It's frustrating, right? And I'm sure he's very clearly regrets it um, because knowing the Raiders, they're not going to you know force him to say anything on Twitter. But yeah, exactly that was that definitely came from his heart. He definitely regrets it. I just mm-hmm. it's frustrating to see like this. No, did I say Lakers? I meant Raiders. Uh, you said Raiders. You said Raiders. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's just frustrating to see this Raiders team that was hyped up so much falling. So, like, it's been bad. Yeah, falling flat on their face. I mean, it's. I mean, yes, their losses. I mean, all literally all of them have been close. I. Uh, I mean, first the. I mean, the Cardinals game they should have won. Uh, they were up twenty to zero, and they just blew it at the end. Uh, I'm not he, surprised though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised either, but I definitely didn't expect them to be one in four on October twelfth. No. I but I do recall last year there was a conversation I was having with some friends. They were like, Yeah, the Raiders are gonna be so great. I'm like, problem is they changed coaching staffs. This is a yeah. new guy they're bringing in who's proven he can't really be a head coach in the past. Yeah. Who's you know, changing an offense, um, and that's going to be very different. It's not going to focus around a single back, despite the fact that it kind of has been. They're yeah. changing – like, they they completely changed the defense from a cover three shell to this Patriots man. Um, and and they, simply, they, they don't have man corner. They don't. And changing to zone last year is what made them so successful. Mm-hmm. Um, changing to that cover three zone because it's so simple, because pretty much anyone can do it. And now this year they've been – I mean, their corners actually haven't played terribly, but it's just – its they could get so much more out of these players. Right. Uh, I mean, they they can, but I, 
I mean, and I, I don't think people realize like how important it is, like that how important a new coaching staff is to a team, like going learning one thing for a couple of years and then shifting gears to a whole new system. I mean, even offensively, you can see that as well. I mean, their their offense, the, the numbers looks they they look all right, but like I, even in games, I can just see there's confusion. I mean, you saw it on fourth and one uh, yeah. on Monday night. I mean, you used to run for and Adams running into each other, but I mean, you know, it's just. New coaching staff, it does matter. But at the same time, as for Devontae, yes, he's he's a great guy. He I understand like he he meant his apology and everything. There's no doubt about that. I mean, at the same time, you just can't do that. I mean, I know it's a frustrating no. moment. You but you just you can't you can't do that. You can't do that type of thing. But I mean, as far as the suspension, I would suspend him maybe one one or two games. I mean, depending on what happens in the legal world, but yeah. I mean, the, the guy, it's clear that the guy's chasing a bag because I mean, he, I, you, you see the clip, he just, he, he got up right away. I mean, I, the police report and all that may, might've been a little extra, but yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. That's just my thoughts on the situation. But Also, how bad has Darren Waller been this year? I, I mean, I'm completely shocked. I mean, he got injured in the Monday night game, but he just hasn't been great. I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, they just yeah. paid him, but I mean, just sheesh. He was supposed to be like a top three tight end this year. He's been like middle of the pack at best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has he has not performed. I mean, Kyle Pitts hasn't performed as well. I mean, if we want to talk about tight ends. Oh, Kyle Pitts has been embarrassing with that. But that's because, as I called, the best receiver in the class has, you know, taken over that number one role. Yeah, Drake uh, London. London was my guy last year. He yep. was. He was mine he was, too. Him and Garrett Wilson. He was incredible. Um, yeah, and he's he's just shown he's got that dog in him. And he's only going to get better. All right, right. And, and I mean, I think another thing that's hurting Waller too. Uh, the Raiders are running the ball a lot more than we anticipated. Uh, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs has been one of the best backs in the league this year, uh, running with a purpose. I mean, back-to-back games with over 130 rushing yards. I mean, he's he's looked absolutely insane. So I think that's also taken a hit on um, Waller's numbers yeah. as a whole. And I'm going to check to you know make sure this is an accurate statement, but it just – Waller's not a blocker. Uh, and it just makes yeah. more sense to have Foster Murrow, who is a blocker, on the field more. Right. And if I look at Foster Murrow has about 94 snaps this season to Darren Waller's 205. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely cutting into Darren Waller's snaps a significant amount. Um, and he probably will continue to do so if they continue to run the balls, you know, as often as they have been. But that is a Patriots offense for you. Um, right. Mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, neither am I. But at the same time, you definitely expect more from Darren Waller. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, I think, you know, watching the film, Mm -hmm. a head coach uh, whose name uh, McDaniels uh, should go back. He should look at some of – some of uh, the old Patriots, um, Aaron Hernandez and uh, Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Yep. Yeah, because, you know, you know, he ran that offense and it'll teach him how to use two tight ends on the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But I mean, just as far as the Raiders season goes, I mean, they have their bye this week, but I mean, they can, I, I can definitely see them turning this around. I mean, if, oh, they make a, if they can make a couple of adjustments, I think they can turn it around. If Devontae doesn't get suspended for a long amount of time, which I don't think he will, because uh, out of the bye, you have the Texans, the Saints, the Jaguars, and the Colts. Those are four winnable games. I mean, if they can take three or four, I mean, they're right back in. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's not like the rest of the AFC West, except for the Chiefs, that look like world beaters, which leads me to my next dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dumpster fire in the Denver, Denver Broncos. Literally a dumpster fire. The, the, I should. I mean, should have seen it coming when the stadium got burned in May. I mean, oh, I mean, just it's been an absolute shit show. I mean, where 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 do we even start? I mean, first it was the blunders by Hackett in the first game. You could just you could chalk that up as oh, it's his first game. You know, as a head coach, he'll be fine. Okay. You oh, you can I'll, I'll yeah, let you, I'll yeah, let you yeah, no 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 I'm 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 progressing here I'm progressing I'm progressing week two comes I mean just 
three delay of games, I believe, I, I counted. You're struggling to beat the Texans, who I know you love the Texans. I know you love Davis Mills, but let's be real. They are not that good of a football team. Their They're, defense is nice, though. Their defense is nice. I Okay, I'll give I'll give them credit, but that's not it. That's not And Mills, Mills has actually been a we'll, – we'll talk about the Texans. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we, we'll, we'll talk about the Texans. But, I mean, yeah, so they struggled to win that game. And then the week after, it's Sunday night football. I mean, just an absolute disaster, I mean, against the Niners. I mean, we're lucky that Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of the end zone. I mean, just – and then against the Raiders, offense finally shows up. Defense doesn't show up. I, I, Josh Jacobs runs for a billion yards. Devontae Adams gets a billion yards receiving. I mean, it just – and then Thursday night, I mean, I mean, just – I I just have no words at this point. I mean, you like, you pay Russell Wilson $250 million – to miss wide wide open receivers all game. I mean, KJ Hamler, I mean, was wide open. I mean, I, I know you've seen the play. You've seen the play. You've seen the picture. Okay, but KJ Hamler is wide Like, he could have sat down, had a cup of coffee, maybe even meditated a little bit, and he still would have been open, and then Russ misses him. I mean, look, I'm keeping some – I'm keeping a little bit of faith. It's been five games, still a lot of season left. But I mean, the Broncos look terrible. I mean, they they look really, really bad. I mean, they're lucky that they're not in last place. I mean, just your thoughts on Denver before I get more upset about this. Um, one second, just looking up one number real quick. Yeah, and then while you do that, if I see one more shotgun formation on fourth and one or third and one, I think I'm gonna lose my mind. I'm just, I, okay. I just, it's just unbelievable. I mean, just top to bottom, this football team's incompetent right now. For nine straight years, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has played every single training camp against the exact same defensive coverage, the exact same defensive scheme. Nine straight years. His 10th year, he goes to Denver. Mm-hmm. His first game of the season is against the scheme that he's played against his entire fucking career. He's watched the Legion of Boom, who ran the scheme. He's watched the the terrible Seahawks defenses who have run this scheme and can't find an open receiver, can't audible to a play that is successful against fucking cover three, the well, most simple coverage defense. in all football. Right. I mean, but, I mean, the Broncos win that game by two touchdowns if they don't fumble at the one twice. You're right. You're right. Yeah, let me continue. Let me continue. Yeah, yeah, it sorry, may sorry. seem like I was exaggerating this when it first happened. But then you get to the Indianapolis Colts. Who run cover three? Who run only cover three because they hired the most incompetent defensive coordinator in all of fucking football. The thing is, like, you can't even like make excuses at this point. Like like I said, the first game you could chalk it up as high, highly emotional first game of the season, you know, first game with a new offense and all that. I mean, but after that, I mean, just, I mean, exactly what you just said. The Colts are on the exact same defense, the exact same defense. And you're going three and out, three and out, three and out, one first down, three and out, three and out, three and out, field goal, three and out, three and out, three and out, one first down. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And the Broncos have punted 26 times this year in five games, 26 times. I mean, I don't, the, I don't think the bills offense has punted since like 2018. And I, and then, you know, 16 of those 26 punts by the Denver Broncos have resulted in three outs. 16 of those 26 punts have resulted in three outs. And I mean, and then the injuries don't help as well. Javante Williams out for the season, Tim Patrick out for the season, Randy Gregory out until November. I mean, that's three starters right there. Um, Garrett Bowles broke his leg. Uh, Justin Simmons is finally coming back from injury. I mean, the injuries haven't helped, but, I mean, Denver needs to get it together soon. Your backups haven't been playing horribly either. It's literally one one guy. It's two people, Hackett and Russ. Those are the the two. No, you can't blame on Hackett because Hackett's Um, running the offense, and the offense is guys wide open. Oh, yes. Yes, okay, you're right. You're right. He Russ miss Russ missing receivers, that's that's on that's on Russ. Like him missing KJ Hamler that wide open, that's on Russ. Because it was a good play call. I don't I don't mind the play call like on, on that play. People are asking, oh, why didn't he run the ball and stuff? 
I don't mind the play call. I don't mind being aggressive. I don't mind it. You're on the five-yard line, fourth and one. You paid him $250 million. Go win the game. Go win the game. But, I mean, the problem I have with Hackett is that he, like, the thing with when Vic Vangio was the coach, we didn't have to worry about players being disciplined. Like, because he was a disciplinarian. Hackett is the opposite of that. I mean, you just seen guys just playing sloppy football. And to me, that falls on coaching. I, I, mean, um, I don't know if you I don't know if you agree with me there or not, but I mean, I think just Hackett just needs to like instill some discipline in this football team. Right. I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing guys missing tackles. I'm seeing guys being like lazy, just 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 stupidness, making stupid mistakes, too. I mean, we're the most penalized team in the NFL this year. I mean, I don't know. In my personal opinion, when it comes to disciplinary stuff like that, it's not always on coaching. Sometimes it's on the leaders of the team. Um, sometimes it's on the, the players themselves. It's usually on the players themselves from what I've seen. And if they're just not taking to the coaching, then what more can a coach do? Um, I mean, look, it's a shit show there right now, and they need to turn it around or or not. I mean, if they don't turn around, they don't turn around. But, like, you know, I mean, you got to figure something out. you got to come up with a plan. Like, the people in that front office are, like, they could lose their jobs because Russell Wilson didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I agree. And, I mean, it's just it, – that would suck because I George Payton's hell of a GM. He's done a great job. I mean, he really has. So, we're going to go to a short break here. And then on the other side, we're going to talk – guess what? More football. Yeah. Welcome back. Um, so we're going to talk about the two teams in my area, the New York Jets, the New York Giants. Uh, I don't know why I'm so excited, acting like I'm a fan of those teams, but I mean, hey, it's great to see local teams do good sometimes, just not the New York Yankees. But anyways, the Jets and the Giants picked in the top five last year, and now both of them are three and two. Oh, well, no, the Jets are three and two, the Giants are four and one, Sorry. Giants just beat the Packers in London on Sunday. That was a hell of a game. Giants coming Absolutely. back from 17 to 3 down, winning 27-22, looking great. Saquon Barkley looking like his old self. As for the Jets, yes, the Dolphins were down to their third string quarterback, but nonetheless, that was a very impressive win. Uh, Absolutely. And the and, Jets haven't had their starting quarterback for half the season. Yes, they and finally they, started turning on the Jets now that Wilson is back. Yep. No pun intended. No turning on the Jets. Um, turning on the Jets. <laughs> but yeah, Wilson, he's two, he's two and oh since he's come back from injury. Um they play he's the pack. Yeah, yeah. That's he, important. Yeah, it's really important. Uh he's limiting the he looked he looked a little rattled at the beginning of the Steelers game, but I'd say since the second half of that game onwards, he's looked great. Uh he played they play the Packers this week. Um, but I mean just really impressive how both New York teams have turned it around. Oh, absolutely. Um, I love, I love, 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 love that the G- Giants legitimately pulled out some wildcat bullshit. <laughs> I love that. Um, as a, 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 a coach to be, wildcat bullshit's a lot of fun. Yeah. And just also like seeing Saquon be closer to his like rookie year self. That's always a nice thing. He's looked a lot better this this year than in the past two years. Daniel Jones hasn't been bad, kind of. I Ish. guess he, he showed a lot of heart. I mean, that's one thing about the kid. Like you can't you can't say that he doesn't play with heart. And oh, know, absolutely. Playing on a bum ankle. I mean, going toe to toe with Aaron freaking Rodgers. I mean, with David Sills as his number one wide receiver. I, I mean, you got You got to give him credit. I mean. As far as should the Giants keep him beyond this year, we'll see. That's still a we'll see. Even though they're four and one, I mean, what? Andrew Thomas has played like the best left tackle in football. Oh, hundred percent. Andrew, Th- the turnaround for Andrew Thomas. I'll just Andrew I'll just... bust Thomas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People were really quick to jump the gun after his rookie year. I mean, but everybody knows that a rookie year for rookie tackles is just tough. In Especially general. when he's learning like to pass at a different way. 
Yeah, it's exactly. a, it's, which is why Giants massive. fans, which is why Giants fans, in the same breath, they shouldn't be worried about Evan Neal as well. Oh no, Evan Neal's going to turn out well. We know yeah. that. Um, yeah. Just you got you got to give these rookie linemen time. It's been great. Yeah, no, they've been they've been good. I mean, in the defense, I mean, haven't been elite, but Ben, but don't break. I mean, they they've been good. Uh, number of injuries. Um, Dory Jackson just got hurt on Sunday in London. I mean, the corner, their corners, you know, that corner room's not amazing. But I mean, hey, they'll get there. Aaron I mean, Robinson was big for them before he got put on IR. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was, he was, he was huge. Him and him and Jackson were like, Xavier. You still got Xavier McKinney in the secondary as well. Julian Love, I really like. Yeah. Um, uh, Thibodeau and uh, Ojolari, that those are two great edge rushers for your future. Uh, they are going to continue. Hey, O'Shane Jimenez has been going off too. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jimenez has O'Shane been great Jimenez. as well. Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence. That defensive line is nice. Yeah, no, they're um, they're they're, they're going to be really good for this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as for the Jets, I mean. Sauce, sauce. We knew what sauce was going to do, but DJ right. Reed has been locked down as well. I mean, that's a oh, that's yes. a nice that's a nice corner duo that they have over there. Yes, you know, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. Um, their defensive line is also insane. Quinn, Quinn and Williams. I mean, that's that's I mean, pretty much all he needs. <laughs> Wonder Williams, Sheldon Rankins has been nice. Yeah, Carl Lawson. John Franklin Myers, who I thought was going to be a one-year wonder, is actually like a top five edge in the league for some reason. Yeah, right now, yes. Then, I mean, like, I mean, the Jets have. I mean, they they had that crazy before Wilson came back. They had that crazy comeback win against the Browns. I mean, down two scores with a minute fifty-nine left, coming back, winning that game, and they look great against the Steelers, coming back in that game, beating the Dolphins. Packers this Sunday. I mean, the the Jets. I mean, could we say wild card potentially with the how the rest of the AFCs looked? No, uh, no. There are <laughs> still so many teams I put like above them because they're not yeah. going to the AFC East. As soon yeah, as Tua not. comes back, the Dolphins are probably going to lock down a wild card spot. The Browns are fucking insane, despite not having their quarter. <sighs> Yeah, the, yeah, they can't stop the run though. I mean, no, but there's a lot to like about the Browns, uh, especially once they get Deshaun Watson back. I'm, Ravens are winning the division, though. I think the Browns oh, get a hundred percent. Ravens are winning the division. The fact that any team is coming out of the AFC South is ridiculous to me at this point. Yeah, um, I don't. The Titans are three and two, and I'm still trying to figure out why and how. There isn't a team in that division that doesn't have a chance of coming out of it right now, and none of them should have a chance. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the AFC South, I mean, we thought the Jaguars were going to be, you know, the new Kings for a little bit, and then they put up a stinker against the Texans. Yeah. The, yeah. Trevor Lawrence has not been hit, man. Yeah, he's not. He, I mean, two good games and people were, you know, Overreacting, but I mean, he's he's looked much much more human these past few games. And he had five turnovers against the Eagles, fumbled four times. I mean, I know it was raining, but come on, man, you know. can't fumble four times. Can't fumble four times and expect to win games. And then the run game the past couple of weeks has just you know not been there after being there for the first three weeks. Um, I like the defense though. Devin Devin Lloyd Foye Olakun. Uh, I mean. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, one of the best at young edge rushers in football. I mean, that defense is nasty, I, I will say. They need to be playing Andrew Tra- And Trayvon Walker as well. I mean, look. Trayvon's been eh. Been eh, but no, actually, no, I would say eh. No, he's been, he, I think he's been pretty solid. I mean, I, especially considering that, you know, we, we did not expect much of this guy, even if they reached at number one. They reached. I, it still is a reach. It's but, still a reach, yeah. He, but, I mean, he's he's done his part. He's going to continue to develop. I think he's going to be he's going to be a nice player for them. And he's, he's, he's yeah. been good to start the season. I, I can say that. But, like, just while we're on the topic of the AFC South, um, my team, uh, <laughs> I don't even claim the Chargers anymore. Screw the Chargers. <laughs> Um, yeah, geez, there's a lot. So the Texans are a draft away, man. Yeah, 
and it's a little crazy to say that, but there's. I mean, they got picks stockpiled. Yeah, but like, Davis Mills has not played bad. He hasn't played bad, but is he the answer? I think you can build around him. Because think about it. Next year, this time, not this time, but next, like in April, next April, they're on the clock. Most likely going to have a top five pick. And you see Stroud on the board or Levis. Are you going to pass? I think with one draft, they can compete in the playoffs with Davis Mills, especially considering the state of the AFC South. Um, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, yeah, there could they you, you could do that, but I mean, the potential of the quarterbacks that are coming out, um, I think you have, I think you have to, it's, unless Mills shows us something in these next few weeks uh, to end the season. The thing is, do you really want to set your team back like another two years before they're competitive? When you could stick with the QB you have, draft one of the best edge prospects we've seen in a while at a position of need. Will Anderson you're talking about, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And in addition, grab one of the incredible interior defenders, have them contribute year one on a defense with limited talent right now that is doing pretty damn well. Um, and I, important. I, I would say to this day, I love the Derek Stingley pick. Yeah. I, he's he like, got his first interception Sunday. He's looked great. Yeah. And like, it's hard to say the receiving targets are bad. Like, the offensive line is a developing, uh, the development of Kenyon Green away and maybe an upgraded center away from being like top 10. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, there are definitely a lot of developing pieces that the Texans have and that could help them in the future. But, I mean, at the same time... They haven't not been competitive in a game yet. Yeah. No, yeah, no, 100%. But I think... I, I, I mean, I would, take a, I would take a QB because I don't think Mills... I, I think Stroud or Levis have a better shot at, like, competing with these, like, young quarterbacks that we're seeing in the AFC than, than doing this most work. I, I, that's just me personally. And then I think – Yeah, but are I, we and really I, – And I think if they hit on their massive potential that they could not – like, because the Texans are going to have multiple first-rounders, if I'm not mistaken. They're going to have their yeah. own, and they're going to have Cleveland's, and I don't know what other trades that they've made, but they're two or three first-rounders we're looking at here. Um, probably two. I think you take you take a QB, and if that QB's potential hits, I think they can run the AFC South. And if the rest of their pieces develop, because the AFC South right now, I mean, if you look at it, the Colts never ending quarterback carousel. We don't know what they're gonna be for the next few years. So we don't we don't know how they're how they're gonna pan out. And they it's not like they have well actually no, they have a couple of nice young pieces, but you know. We'll, all all that matters is the QB. So we'll see what happens there. Jacksonville, we'll see if Lawrence is the answer. Uh, and Tennessee is in cap hell. So I mean, you know, if they if they draft the QB, I think that's a game changer for them. It could be, but if if that QB's potential it. hits, because I think that their Levis, Stroud, Young, I think all of their potential is 10 times what Mills can bring you at his highest peak. I think Mills is a Mills is a Kirk Cousins level quarterback. Yeah. He's going to get the bag somewhere and be their starter for 5 years. He's not going to take them anywhere. But I think right now with him on a rookie deal, if you put the talent around him, you can be competitive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think personally, it's more valuable to continue working with Davis Mills. Um, and if he doesn't hit that potential this season, right, you, you give it one more season, you put talent around him, right? And then very good quarterback class coming out the year after still, um, or you could take maybe a third round pick on Talia if you really like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you give Davis Mills one more year with the surrounding talent, right? 
you can flip Davis Mills for a second round pick. You can flip Davis Mills for like, well, think about well, what yeah. value would Kirk Cousins get if he was twenty three? Right. I mean, I don't know it's just it's just a lot like that I'm trying to think about right now, but I I wouldn't be opposed to one more year for Mills. I wouldn't be opposed right. to it. But and especially if like Levis and Stroud, and because it's good because there's gonna be a lot of QB needy teams in the drafts here. I'm mm-hmm. looking at the Panthers, uh, for one. And the ability, the ability to trade down is one of the most underrated aspects of football. Yeah, you get more picks. Uh, you can you're basic. You basically you can do whatever you want. You can make the picks. You can trade the picks for a star player. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a great position to be in. Uh, which is why I think taking quarterback wouldn't hurt them tremendously because then they're going to have a boatload of other picks where they can just fill out the roster. Yeah, or they could just spend all of that filling out the roster, trade down in the first round to gain more picks because they don't desperately need a QB. Yeah. And load up for the next year when they do go draft a quarterback. But the other thing is, currently, like, I don't put a ton of credence into these numbers. Davis Mills is the 14th best quarterback in the league for PFF. I wouldn't put too much stock into PFF's grades, but I mean, well, yeah. okay, all right. Let me let, let me read you the, this list of elite names. Number mm-hmm. one, Geno Smith. Yeah, I that 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 right there. Number two, Josh that- Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts. Number five. Hold up, Jalen Hurts at four. Yep. Number five. And also, by the way, I just want to, before you continue, I, I told you and Sky about Jalen Hurts. Just Jalen Jalen Hurts is still, like, he's still he's making looked, the same. He's looked a lot better, though. You have to admit yeah. he's become a much, much better passer. Like, he's, he's a good passer now. But he's still not doing stuff within the confines yeah. of an offense. Like, he has the same problem that mobile quarterbacks are going to have is as soon as his mobility is removed from the equation with an injury, he's going to fall off. Like that's what happened with Cam Newton. It's, it's, it seems like an inevitability. He's not a good enough passer to succeed without his mobility. No, but I think this year, I mean, his pocket presence has been a lot better. He yeah. has, he hasn't been bailing on the play early. I mean, he's just going to keep getting better. It's going to it's going to keep developing, right? I mean, to see it at this stage is important. But I mean, the and acquisition of AJ Brown has done wonders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I but I uh, keep reading that list of names. Okay, you'll never guess number five. Never in a million years. Never. Who's number Not five? I, I just who's number five? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Number five. Number six. Taysom Hill. Like, are we gonna are we doing that? <laughs> no, it's Tua. Tua six. Still valid, okay. Played it by the Ravens seven. game, but sure. Number seven. Jacoby Brissett. Okay, that's it. That that just stop stop the count. Just stop the Eight, count. Zach Wilson. Okay, valid. Nine, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Davis Mills, Mitch Trubisky. Kyler Murray. Stops. Timeout. 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 Timeout on the play. I'm gonna let you get to 20, and then because I I don't think I'm I don't think I have enough brain cells to handle this. Mitch Trubisky at 15. I mean, I Mitch Trubisky. I mean, okay. There have been maybe there have been five quarterbacks worse than Russ this year so far. Baker, Trubisky, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz. Uh, and Marcus Mariota. Those are the, those are the five quarterbacks that have been worse than Russ this year. To put Trubisky at fifteen, this is exactly why I don't put that much stock into PFF unless it comes to like cornerbacks or something. Because like they're actually good at that. I like their cornerback ratings. I'm not even gonna lie to you. They I like their cornerbacks. I, I I vibe with that. They have six quarterbacks ranked below Russell Wilson, and those six are. I'll go from the bottom to the top. Baker? Yeah. Matt Ryan? Yeah. Joe Flacco? Okay. Joe. Well, Joe Flacco only started like three, four games. Yeah, but I mean, those three, four games are better than Russ's three, four games. I think Joe Flacco had one game, really. 
No, actually, yeah. It was the Browns game. Yeah. You're, right. You're not going to like the next three names. Okay, just, just name them. Justin Fields. Ooh, that hurts. Matthew Stafford. I'm not surprised. He's been, actually, yeah, Stafford's, I would say he's been worse than us, too. I'll I put Stafford there. There's one name between Russell Wilson and the bottom. Mac Jones. Really? Yes. And then above Russ, they've got Mariota, Lawrence, Goff, Carr, Cooper, I would, I, I would put Russ above Mariota. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's that's about it, though. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. No, it just And just one last thing before we end it here. I mean, the Rams, I, that offensive line has been terrible, but, I mean, Stafford is just making boneheaded play after boneheaded play, too. I mean, that's not helping at all. How bad has the – I do like um, what PFF does with offensive line. So that's the only thing I'll take real Yeah, that, that too. I, yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. Offensive line and corner are the ones I'll take seriously. Well, pretty much any DB. Safety is pretty good generally. Yeah, safe, safety. Yeah, I, actually, yeah, I'll move DB into one category. Too. Um, yeah, their line's been pretty bad. Yeah, line's been bad. They can't run the ball. Stafford only throws to Cooper Cup. I mean, I, I don't. You just gotta get other playmakers involved. I mean, you sign Allen Robinson that that big deal and only target him twice a game. I mean, Cooper Cup is that guy too. <laughs> you gotta keep that. I, in mind. Cooper Cup is that guy, but I mean, you don't throw it to him in triple coverage. I don't care how good you are. You throw it to um, I don't know. Like Robinson's still good enough to win a one-on-one matchup, which is what he has right now. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, ninety-five percent of the time, he has one-on-one. So you gotta look for him. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see with a lot of teams. We'll see if they turn it around. We'll see if the Raiders turn it around. We'll see if the Broncos turn it around. We'll see if the Rams turn it around. We'll see if the Texans start to turn it around. Uh, even though they're on bye this week. Sorry, Marcus. Um, But yeah, that'll do it for Fresh Off the Bench for this week. We will be back, hopefully, hopefully next week. Um, but um, yeah, just a great show. Marcus, great to be reunited with you. Absolutely. Um, you guys have a great rest of your week. Enjoy Thursday night football tomorrow between the Commanders and the Bears. Potential NFC Championship preview. Yes. Yeah. All, and yeah. you thought Colts Broncos was bad. And as always, the personal sentiment of this show and everyone who has ever participated in this show, uh, we would like to say from fresh off the bench to your family, um, fuck the Kansas City Chiefs. Thank you. Yes, and that will do it for the show.